1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back to the absolutely epic early week podcast. I'm your host, uh, Dean. Dean 7904, if you want to get all technical on me. We survived week one. Uh, coming back here with the usual subjects, of course. Batting leadoff, it's one Bobby Five, Bobby, how did, uh, how did week one treat you?
2: Hey, man. Um, good to be back here with you guys. But uh, week one could have been better. It wasn't my – I didn't have a hugely profitable week. I was on to some things, had a lot of huge scores like a lot of people. It wasn't about making the right plays or the, the good plays this week. It was just making the perfect plays. like there were so many good plays and so many crazy scores. So I felt good with uh, with some of my teams. But obviously, you needed some kind of craziness to happen. I didn't quite have the right match, even though I had all a lot of these uh, – lot of these top guys so feel good about it uh excited for next week just a little disappointed with the results but mostly uh excited to get back at it
1: yeah it was definitely good plays versus great plays it's almost kind of hard to make bad lineups and you know you're gonna look back you're gonna get that report from DraftKings or from Fanduel. or I think DraftKings does a report for sure and says here's your highest score of the week for the entire season and it's probably gonna win me for week one it's quite possibly going to be a week one. Cash line was uh, just ridiculous. The chalk went nuts. The prices were set you know, two, three, four weeks uh, you know, before the season started. Of course, things shook down, and you could basically build uh, a stars and scrub lineup and have a good time, and a lot of the chalk uh, smashed, with the exception of just a couple of players. Grant, I was all about that chalk life, so week one was good for me. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, no, I, I ended up eating a decent amount. Like, I ate chalk in the right line, is pretty much what it was. I, I had a lot – I had some 98-point scores or sub-100 scores and then some 240 scores. Um, and I was winning a few – like, it basically, it was looking like a great week and then Kenny Stills gets a long bomb and I drop from first to fourth or fifth. And it's a 300% less – or 80% less money – and then Aaron Rodgers gets out, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to win these GPPs. And then he comes back in, and he ends up crushing me in cash game lineups over on certain drafts. So it was pretty much like one random play away from a great week. It still ended up an okay week, though. I still had some decent teams. But huh, profit. you can't argue with a profitable week, especially when you fade a decent amount of chalk, and the chalk just absolutely goes nuts.
1: All right. So we want to make it known that we are recording this podcast on a Monday night uh, as opposed, you know, we're supposed to do that traditionally every single week. The first week, we didn't do that because, of course, Bobby went to a wedding uh, last. Bobby, incidentally, is that couple? They, are they still married? I, know, like, I, I called them getting divorced. They're still together, right? They made,
2: know? they made it through week one, so <laughs> they say week, week one's
0: that. the toughest.
2: So if they <laughs> made it through week one, I guarantee the, the the success rate after week one
0: goes from like fifty percent to ninety percent. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: theory was that somebody's really cheap. They're going to, somebody's going to buy a lot of stuff. They're getting to into fights over being cheap. And, you know, uh, if you're arguing about money, that's one of the first things. That I'm not, but, but I wish them the best. I'm sure they're a lovely couple. Uh, I did want to say we're recording this on a Monday night, guys. So uh, it's is our first look as far as the week. We've read nothing as far as content out there. This is basically the first content that's out there. If you're looking for a game-by-game breakdown, feel free to listen to podcasts that come out, you know, throughout the week. We want, the, we want the click, we want the download, we want you guys to hear us, but you probably shouldn't be listening to this on a Saturday. There's a pretty decent chance that our opinions are going to change from Monday to Saturday. Who knows, we shall see. I, I, we're going to talk about some of the guys we talked about last week, and apparently I recommended ASJ, which was a disastrous idea. And there, There's a penalty for that, apparently. Grant has uh, something planned for me. With that, Grant, uh, we're going to dive into and talk some football in a second, but, hey, we have to have a little bit of nonsense. What's your rant for the week?
0: Um, so... I had had a whole bunch of early material this week. One of the days I had to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, get it out. And then I decided to take a nap because I only got like two hours of sleep. Um, Wake up to screaming in my apartment. I open the door to my room and walk out in my underwear, of course, assuming that no one I know or no one that doesn't live at my apartment would be in there. And my landlord who does not speak great English is just standing in there with three other guys (laughs) <laughs> and apparently he had to come in and check the smoke detectors because uh, the guy from from the city was checking it. And I immediately come out there just in my underwear. What the fudge are you doing in here? I did not say fudge. I did, definitely did not say fudge. And he says, like, oh, I have to check the smoke detectors. I'm like, nope, you have to give me 24 hours written notice. Get the uh, out of here and start screaming at him. He's like, no, just let us do it. And then the maintenance guy starts talking to me. He's like, "Hey, please just let us check the smoke detectors. And he's a really nice guy. I'm like, all right, fine. If you ever do this again, I'm calling the cops on you. And then I realized, <laughs> oh, we have terrible smoke detectors in our apartment that kept going off, so I took out the smoke alarm batteries in the main two rooms. So we immediately failed it, and he's angry at us now. But, um, yeah, no, he, he just straight up broke into our apartment.
1: Grant, don't answer. Bobby, uh, are you picturing – Grant in like uh, boxers or like those breaking bad briefs?
2: Oh my God. What's, what's really sad is that I know the answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's definitely not the making, breaking bad briefs. Yeah. It's you know
0: weird. I, I have a family member that refuses to switch over from tidy ways. And I just didn't. That's understand. ridiculous. That's, come on, man. What are you doing?
1: Well, what's he trying to prove at this point?
0: Yeah, I don't. Cool. He's older, so he just doesn't really care at this point. But it, it just, yeah, I don't, I don't like boxers, briefs. I don't like briefs. I don't like boxers. I, I like these. Oh wait, what do you like? And he doesn't even change them after. Like he keeps the same. He doesn't buy new ones as often. He's kind of it's <laughs> like all right. Once they, once they have a, have you seen that Family Guy sketch where he's like, yeah, these these briefs, uh, they got a big hole in it, but the, you know the elastic's still there, so you know, I'm just I'm just rolling with them. It's basically what it is. Should I ask the specifics
1: and how you know even more details? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it's a family like, member.
1: All right, fair enough. Don't worries. But uh, yeah, you know, maybe Christmas or whatever he celebrates. You know, get him some boxers and see
0: if he can have. I've him tried come home. before. Does not work. All right, he's, he's just not budging. Nope, no. In. Hey, but I mean, if you're if like it's kind of like if you don't if if you're Dean and you don't use sauce on things and you just don't know how good <laughs> sauce is. You know, as long as you're content with your, your just regular fries and regular sauceless things, then, you know, who am I to say that your life is just long, wrong and a lie?
1: This is an all boxers uh, exclusive uh, podcast. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, Bob yeah, I am
0: boxer Brief Sky. I don't know anyone who isn't at this point.
2: Yep.
1: I mean, Bobby's quiet. I agree. <laughs> okay. I agree. I'm still reeling, by the way, pre-show. Uh, we just watched Doubleheader. At least I watched Doubleheader. We watching the uh, – you know the Lions earlier and the Oakland game, and I made a comment to Grant Show. I was asking about Mark Davis, you know the dude with the hair, mm-hmm.
0: and I I just found out that he's Al Davis's kid. Like, how did I never put this together? Yeah, he comes in. He's like Mark Davis. Like, uh, how do you get how to get his money? He tech guy or something? Uh, you... <laughs> Mark Davis? Yeah, the owner of the Raiders. Who was the former owner of the Raiders? Al Davis. Make a connection at all, buddy? I thought it was a
1: coincidence. Like, you can't, that, that hair doesn't come from the same tree. Like, those are two distinctly different
0: hairstyles. I mean, yeah, but I have very different hair than my father, who is very much balding, and I have a thick, curly head of hair. His is a straight and not, not quite so thick and lustrous anymore in his older age.
1: Fair enough. I guess it's skipped a generation or something like that. I don't really know. But, uh, yeah, I, I just can't believe I never pieced that together. So, uh, bad job by me. Uh, but that guy is amazing with the, his flow B or his suck cut haircut. It's just awesome. Um, good for him. And he hired John Gruden, partially because, because of the hair, I'm sure. But all right, is that enough nonsense? I saw, you know, I asked for some tweets uh, on the old Twitter, and I said, hey, tweet us some things. What do you guys uh, want to talk about as far as the podcast? What do you want to hear us talk about? And somebody said the over-under as far as nonsense before we kind of break into the actual show at six and a half minutes. I feel like we smashed the over, right, Bobby? I think we're at six and a half minutes. I think minute, we're
2: good. It? I think we're good to go.
1: There you go. I, I meant to tell the guy to smash the over. I'm going to tell him before it, you know, officially comes off the clock. But uh, you know, he knows the guy. It's it kind of an inside source. I don't feel dirty about that. It's it's the over every time, right, Grant? That's what the smart money is.
0: Yeah. Regardless of what you say, the over is going to be. It's it's always the over.
1: Always smash the over for sure. So week one is in the books, guys. And so this is my first, my thought on week one, and we as we jump to week two, it's always like. Well, are th- is this like what we should expect every single week? Or is like if we can somehow magically take what happened in week one and throw it in week eight, or throw it in week nine, and we have like seven or eight weeks of like data that says, "Hey, this was an outlier. This wasn't an outlier." But we don't have that ability. We don't have the almanac. We don't have a DeLorean. I don't, at least. Uh, so we have to decide like what was real, what was uh, what was fluky, uh, and what was uh, you know, Denny Green. What, what was what we thought? Uh, this is what they thought they were. We knew that the. Uh, You know, the Bills are going to be absolutely terrible. So, Bobby, what's, like, your first, like, takeaway uh, from week one? Like, what's legit? Like, this? who was terrible, who was good, and who proved to be that for you?
2: I don't know. Like, I mean, I think it's too small, really, to get a total feel for. There was, like, some impressive things. I didn't actually have a list like of this before the show of the things that were most impressive to me. Uh, I think that right at the top, though, is that the Chiefs have a real shot to play for the Super Bowl. And Mahomes is – looked every, I mean, like it's one matchup, but I, I've thought the world of this kid since he came out of college. And I think he, he, him and Tyree kill. That's just like, if you look at even like their pricing from a DFS standpoint, it's still not where it should be. These guys can just absolutely light it up. Um, I, I, to me, that was probably the most impressive thing I would say was the chiefs. Um, there wasn't a ton of things that really shocked me. The Aaron Rodgers is just the same old Aaron Rodgers, um with one leg or two. But I didn't find anything like to be particularly shocking. It was a pretty shocking week in what happened and even the situation in Tampa with all the craziness with Fitzpatrick. Like I joked about it last week on our show that <laughs> that was a spot you could see going nuts. And I said it on the prop cast on Saturday that, that if there was one spot, you could see going nuts. The problem is I want to play both quarterbacks and I can't do that. <laughs> um, that was, that was really what we talked about on the propcast show. Just it, it, that game you could, you know, even though Mike Evans is 2% owned and, every you know deshaun jackson's less than one percent owned it's not so crazy out of the realm of possibility like looking back at it we probably people probably should have been on that a little more than they were just the fact that new orleans is the course field of the nfl and anyway um but pretty much things went uh, pretty much according to plan other than you know i don't think we expected that kind of a game exactly from fitzpatrick but it was just a crazy situation and that happens in new orleans a few times every year
1: if New Orleans is the course field, like Kansas City might become like what used to be uh, Arizona, right? A pre-humidor because you talk yeah. about them making the Super Bowl. They're like the DFS – again, this is week one, but it is the takeaway. Their defense is not supposed to be very good. And Mahomes and Hill are guys that you just should play every single week in a – you know, in GPPs at a certain percentage just because there's always that chance. The upside uh, – and, of course, Hill had the old double dip as well with the, the, the touchback return. When he gets to the open field, it's absolutely ridiculous. He's defying – math defying odds with all of his uh his just touchdowns and uh everybody's saying well he's going to regress he has to regress and well if he didn't regress in game one at least what do you have for me, grant as far as your first takeaways
0: i mean i don't think casey's that good um i mean they're they're a potential playoff team but i don't think they're they were even the better team on the field that day in the long run and over the course of the season but also wasn't in there that really limits the clipper or chargers ability to get a pass rush there it was two freak tyreek hill long runs and oh. that missed field goal away from being a very close game i don't think that kansas city is a top five team in the nfl i don't think they're the best team in the division they might be the third best team in the division i mean i could just be because i love the chargers but we'll see towards the end of the season. But I'm not overreacting to this one. I,
2: I wasn't I wasn't saying they were the best team in the NFL. I said you could see them as a real Super Bowl contender. We just had to see it happen with Mahomes. I didn't think that was out of the reach of possibility before the season. I think Bill Simmons picked him to win the, to be in the Super Bowl. I wasn't saying that I think they're going to. I just think that they're a legitimate contender after week one. And there's no reason with all these weapons that that shouldn't continue as the contender. I'm not saying I'm picking them. I picked Pittsburgh. So I'm stuck with them. Anyway, keep going. Sorry yeah, it was yeah all good. I was a second
1: because they face each other this week which like that's, that's yeah, the
2: first, that. First
1: game that kind of jumps off the board that we're going to talk about in a second once we start digging into week two but still want to kind of get some notes as far as uh your thoughts on what happened uh, what went down as far as week one but uh, yeah i mean grant i assume you're you're on board with mahomes and Hill. Just every single week have to be your GB people.
0: i mean if they're low owned if they're high owned you just fade them because they can go terribly yeah. wrong I, I don't think mahomes is this good i i don't. Uh, I just think it was a lack of, like not having Bosa in there is a real, real different scenario here. And I mean, realistically with the Tyree kill, just ridiculous run. He got four touchdowns, but he only had 256 yards. Most of which were just Hill doing what he, he does. I mean, they don't have a huge amount of other guys in there um, that can really do too much. So I, Why not,
2: don't you like Mahomes? I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, I'm just not about, that
0: – I'm not going to say that he's great right now. It's his first game. I'm
2: not going to overreact to things, although – Before that, I thought he was great, or and a lot of people did. And I'm just saying this doesn't disprove that.
1: I, I'm not saying I love quarterbacks that can run, especially in the goal line.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to be <laughs> bad. I'm just not going to say, oh, he's a great – throw him in GBPs every single week. If he, I, I'm not going to say that right now. I'm going to say – I'm not going to overreact to one week just because – I don't know. I mean, he has some decent weapons, but it's not going to come down to huge fantasy production week in and week out. We'll see. It's week one. I'm not overreacting is all I'm saying.
1: I'm going to get you to overreact in a second. You ready, Grant? First oh, of all, you're talking about that Charger game. Uh, the Chargers dropped a couple touchdowns for what it's worth. Like they, mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to meet again down the road, and it's probably going to be another shootout. But, Grant, you ready to overreact? Tell me how much you love Eckler.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. Oh man, I love that guy. Oh man, he's better than Melvin Gordon. Suck at Melvin Gordon. I still really like you. You're a very good running back. But Eckler is who? You know, I have a, him in like a hundred. The big best ball tournaments over on Draft. I have him in. I think a hundred percent of them. I made sure to get him with like my last pick or second last pick in every single one of them. And he was my highest scoring running back in pretty much every single one of them. So I'm real happy on this. I'm just pissed off that. Enough people talk me off. I mean, I guess it's not terrible. People talked me off of them. So I went with either Hyde or uh, with Connor and every single one I got talked off. So I think it was a net positive, but boy, gosh, he is, he's going to be involved in the chargers this year. You see.
1: Well, let, let, let me, let me uh, get that down to reality for a second, because 82 snaps last week, right? Gordon at t- 62. Eckler had 22 snaps, right? Grant, I was digging into some PFF before. So you guys didn't know that I do some research. Uh, And 22 snaps, Grant, he had five carries for 39 yards and five catches for 87 yards. So he, he got the ball 10 times out of 22 times. I just, you know, look, I think he's a talent, too, but the most important thing, and I agree, I don't think Gordon's that good. And Gordon absolutely smashed, too. Gordon had... Uh, what nine catches for 102 yards on 12 targets
2: now, in this <laughs> offense? Everybody, every running back is going to smash. Like when you're going to get 15 targets to your running backs from a quarterback, they're all going to smash. But I do agree with I, I think Eckler actually is a better running back than Melvin Gordon is. I don't think Melvin Gordon's especially great. I think it's this system is just it's a gold mine for them.
1: But Bobby, it doesn't matter, it's opportunity, right? And if sure, sure, Gordon's sure. going to get three fourths of the plays, you, you still really it's. A, it's really, really thin for Eckler. He was amazing, but like that's as good as it's going to get. If he's only getting, he's only going to be in the field twenty-two, you know, twenty-two times at of eighty-two. That might change.
2: What if they're up by thirty-five points in the f- third quarter? <laughs> well, that's a big "what if," but well, I guess who they're playing this week? Who they're playing this week? <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Dean, what happened
0: last time that Buffalo played the Chargers? Do you know? Because I last think they were time. up thirty points in the in the third quarter. That was the Peterman five or four interception
2: game. That's right. Five. I think it was five.
0: <laughs> and Eckler put up 13 points there. A bad day for him overall.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be West Coast, the East Coast for the Chargers. It's a, it's a noon game, or one o'clock game, local time. And, you know, the Bills Mafia is going to get up this game. And at least the, the pre-show they're going to be breaking the tables, whatever it's worth. But, yeah, the Bills are, I mean, they look like an absolute disaster. Um, and the Peterman experience, uh, you know, look, I don't want to judge a guy in two starts or one and a half starts, whatever it is, but it looks really bad. in the Chargers, I'll judge
2: him. He's, he's bad.
1: <laughs> that's, that's it.
2: You've seen it. bad. He doesn't have an offensive line. He has no skill position receivers other than LaShawn McCoy, who's their running back.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Bills look like they look like an absolute disaster. Like, I can't. I just can't. Like Benjamin Zay Jones, Curley, Charles Clay. I can't play any of those guys. And Bosa, I don't know if he's gonna play just yet. I mean, it'd be nice It would kind of bolster the Chargers defense for sure. But grant, grant the one thing about this week, kinda of looking ahead. We talked about the Pittsburgh Kansas City game. That's a premier matchup. Uh the Chargers are gonna be really, really interesting and popular as well, too. But here's the thing. Last week it was really easy. You loved your lineups. So I made my lineups so like I love this lineup. I love that lineup. You really it was hard to make a lineup I didn't like, at least before everything went everything went down. I'm I made a lineup pre show just kinda of tinkering and I don't I don't like it. I don't I mean you know the salary cap is really, really constricting. Uh, like the most expensive player I had, like somebody was tweeting me asking, like, "What big stud do you want to pay up for this week?" I think the most expensive guy, at least as a Monday night, that I'm that's in my roster is the aforementioned, not that talented, but plenty of opportunity, uh, Melvin Gordon. Gross. I, I don't think I can splurge all the way up.
0: Um, I can. i for sure. Me can. too. Me too. Okay. Dude, you got to learn to find value in DFS. That that that's, that's one of the main tenets of DFS is finding value. Explain
2: this
1: concept to me. What is this value you speak of? Well,
0: you want okay. guys that are the minimum price that score the most points. Like that. That's just what you want to do. You want guys that don't cost much but they score a bunch. That's, that's who, so
1: who. you have guys that are going to do that this week because I'm, I'm listening.
0: I already. My have first glance,
1: nobody really excites me.
0: All right, uh, D.D. Westbrook still underpriced at 4500 Brandon Marshall, Doug Baldwin's at 4300 Cole Beasley is going to get a decent amount of targets, and they're still probably going to pass a little bit because they can't run with seek every single time. Team Grant is not too bad. Allison seems to be pretty involved with the offense this week, even though it was mostly on one. Like, they're getting
1: progressively worse and worse.
0: Yeah, guess what? They're getting progressively cheaper and cheaper, Dean. <laughs> do, you expect, do you expect Mike Evans or Antonio Brown to be – $3,000 on a given week?
1: <laughs> like Cole Beasley, not in the main slate where it's worth. Uh,
0: yeah, it's a...
1: Oh, oh, boy. You just got that creepy voice, Grant. So now okay, whatever you say, I, I agree with you.
0: It puts the lotion on the skin.
1: <laughs> Bobby, you hear that, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a lot of cheapies that I don't like so much, and... We'll talk about Jacksonville because they play against New England, That that's an interesting so rematch of course the playoff game last year. Uh, oh, let's talk about a couple guys that got hurt. Sure, let's talk about that. You know, going forward, it's a really violent sport. You
0: don't want really to talk about that
1: so much. Are we Rally talking about Walker? body
0: parts, Dean? That's not part of this show. We're not breaking <laughs> down the slate. I'm trying to impose my will on this podcast.
1: I'm taking over. <laughs> this is my thing. Uh, yeah, the well, Lanny Walker who has a yeah he's got a leg, uh, so he's out for the season. Um, you know, how does that change things as far as, uh, you know, as far as Tennessee, because, you know, Janus Smith was really, he looks like a really, really talented dude. And like, I remember playing, I think I feel like I played him once or twice last year. I'm in a similar situation. I, was, I remember I wanted to play him and Walker played because is always one of those guys who's questionable and he always goes, but he's definitely out. I think he's done so for the year. Uh, Janu Smith is super, super cheap on Vandal. Uh, they lowered the floor as far as tight ends. I think now it's down to 4k. He's 4-2 over there. Uh, tight end feels like a, a definitely a pump position this week on DK as well. I did see uh, the GOAT, Evan Silva, was tweeting about, like, yeah, everybody's going to want to talk about Janu Smith, but there's this character, a person i never heard of. Anthony uh, Hirster is somebody he's impressed with, another tight end as well. Got to keep an eye on that. He copped them to the good old Chris Cooley. Does Corey Davis just get a ton of targets? Uh, and then there's the backfield. This is a, this was based off a, off a tweet, Bobby. They want to know what's going to happen to Tennessee. good about the way, questionable what it's worth. Uh, probably going to go. This is Monday, so who the heck knows? He's probably going to play this week. Uh, the backfield, Lewis, uh, he got, what, two-thirds of the touches there. He, he definitely shined. They were behind for what it's worth. How do you see this Tennessee offense going forward?
2: Um, I'm not really factoring them into my plans, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I, I think that J- Smith is the only guy who I'm looking at, really. Like, And if it's really going to be that confusing of a situation, I probably won't even bother there. Um, I don't think, like, it's the worst idea in the world to play Corey Davis, but I'm not going to play him.
1: <laughs> he got a lot of targets. People want to make Corey Davis happen. Who's the guy they really want to make happen? The other receivers on Tennessee. Corey
2: Davis has talent, by the way. He's a, he's he's got some. He's got some some serious skill. Like he just, I don't know if it's going to work. Like I don't think anything of Mariota. I've always said he'd never be a good quarterback in the NFL. In my opinion, he still isn't.
1: Chime in here, Greg. What's your thoughts as far as Tennessee?
2: I
0: mean, Corey Davis still got how many targets last
2: week? Thirteen. Thirteen.
0: Yeah, so that's that's quite a bit. So um, anyone who's getting that volume at 5.1K is immediately viable. Is Mariota – have they confirmed if he's going to play or not? He's probably going to
1: play, but who knows? I'm assuming he is.
0: Yeah, well, even playing Gabbard. a great quarterback anyway, so it should be fun. <laughs> um, uh, I don't I know mean, if he's or not. We'll have to wait and see throughout the course of the week. But I, 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 Corey Davis is automatically in play. The problem is that Houston – is a team that I believe gives up a ridiculous amount of volume to tight ends. So one of these guys has to just be terribly involved. Uh, I don't know how great of receivers they are. I haven't looked into it too much, but Smith, I think he, he's still soft. He's a
1: talented guy for what it's worth. He looks at, he looks the part. That, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at 3.1 K he's, even if he's not good, um, I still expect him to get a big enough volume where he should be fine. So Davis and Smith are probably going to be – they could end up being chalky, but they should be.
1: But then if you're looking at that same price area, you have like Trey Burton at 4-1. He disappointed with many people think he's going to take a big step forward this year with Chicago. Kittle crushed in game one. Of course, uh, their, their, their top receiver got hurt. Marquise was out uh, for a fair portion of that game. But Kittle was awesome. He's 3-8. Uh, Jared Cook crushed the night for Oakland, especially in the first half against Denver at 3.6K. Uh, maybe this is like a double tight end week on yes. DK, which yes. is, is that something okay? Talk about, yes. about
2: it. This, this is the week for it. When you can't find the value elsewhere, why not do it? This, there's we don't know enough about these offenses yet, and and how they're going to be run. If we have, if we get a feel for the fact that you know we have Kittle who got nine targets and Cook who obviously showed flashes upside tonight, why not just just attack it and 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 hope you get some sort of a repeat performance? You can pay up for whoever you want after that. Stack whoever you want. Uh, why, you know, we, we don't, the double tight end thing is something me and Grant have both done well with in the past and people have won the Millionaire Maker doing this. Um, this is a really, really good week for it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, speaking of tight ends, Greg Olson's going to probably be out as well. Look like he had the same injury he had last year. He was in a walking boot. Uh, Grant, like, I don't think there's a direct, like, play this tight end on Carolina. You'd assume that maybe Funches gets a few more looks, maybe CMC gets a little bit more involved uh cmc is plenty involved a tricky part of cmc Grant is like he doesn't like uh at least in the goal line it doesn't look like anderson had a, had a touch and then cam about his uh one of his his touchdowns uh the, concern, the touchdowns are important obviously uh, especially on Fanduel, but more so more so than on dk where are at least getting the, the full point ppr uh are you how concerned are you with cmc as far as like you know getting touches on the goal line uh and just as far as the situation with greg Olson being out who gets his usage
0: I mean, so we actually have a pretty decent sample size of this. It's called most of last year. Greg Olson was out. We know what happened there. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a quarterback that would steal his goal line touches and a running back that would steal his goal line touches. So the simple answer is nothing's changed. Just look at last year, and you have a pretty simple answer. The guy is a decent cash game in most – or cash game play in most of weeks because he's going to get eight, nine, ten targets. Um, he'll end up catching half or more of those. And so you automatically have a six, seven-point floor there with a chance of him going off – busting off a big run for a touchdown on the receiving end. Um, it's that simple. It, nothing's changed since midway through last year. It's literally the same scenario, just with different names.
2: You have a take here, Bobby? Wait, sorry, say that one more time.
1: Christian McCaffrey, Carolina, what are your thoughts as far as the I'm
2: all over Christian McCaffrey. I think it's uh, one of the better plays of the week. Um, Jay had a nice game against them before. I think McCaffrey's going to eat up a ton ton more usage. A lot better playing in that dome. And I need to double-check his game log against Atlanta last year. But for some reason, I thought I remember having a good game in Atlanta, but that could just be a figment of my imagination. But I think he did. Um, I just feel like it's, you know, guys like him, they're definitely much better indoors in the dome. Uh, these games have always been sort of weird and wonky. These Carolina-Atlanta games, they're like really low-scoring or really high-scoring. I think it's worth betting on the, the other side and uh, just playing a ton of McCaffrey this week.
1: Ten carries last week, uh, nine targets, six catches or 45 yards. Not exactly the 25 to 30 touches or looks. It was uh, the coach was talking about. Of course, nobody really bought that. But, yeah, he's going to get around 20 or so touches. And, by the way, uh, like you'll notice, he's 7K on DK. Everybody got a price hike, basically. Everybody's up a little bit. Uh, at least 10% or so as we get not more. That's why your lineup's just not going to look nearly as good. Uh, Leonard Fournette has an ankle. Uh, they're saying it's not necessarily serious, but who knows. If uh, he doesn't go, and interest in TJ Yeldon? Any TJ Yeldon takers, that?
0: I mean, we've seen this trap before many times. Um, it all depends on how chalky he's going to be. Uh, for some reason, occasionally they seem to just every single time for Nets out, the chalk was ivory or the chalk was Yeldon or the chalk was Grant, whatever it is, people tend to pivot towards it. His five point six k price tag is too much. They figured out that Fournette was injured and they priced him up. He will be involved in the uh, receiving game, so I could see him as a as a cash game option just because the upside is there. But if he's going to be chalk, no, you stay away. Like we've seen this before.
1: Yeah, Ivory's gone, but like you said, like Corey Grant could play the role of Ivory and just uh, just kind of screw things up just enough. Uh, Jeremy Hill's out as well. Uh, just kind of noting that No England's still kind of cluttered. I'm not want really not sure what's going to happen on their backfield, especially when uh, Michelle comes back. He didn't play week one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. We're assuming Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Like He say he's going to play, but they're saying they're still collecting information. Uh, you guys mentioned Jay Ajayi. He only played like 40% of the snaps week one for what it's worth, and he, he's he got a bone on bone something. I don't know. That doesn't sound – I can't remember how to describe it. That's probably not the right way to describe it. But, uh, I think Southern you're
0: describing she, she, something else that's not suitable for you.
1: Yeah, it's a totally different podcast. <laughs> uh all right uh should we panic uh, if, if you like uh, chris hogan like everyone was all over chris hogan uh what he had he i think he had four targets one catch bobby is that just like a, an outlier and he's gonna be fine going forward is that doing what's sort of game planning and saying you know we're gonna throw away from hogan give the ball to Gronk, when see smashes uh are we concerned about hogan or we think he'd be fine going forward
2: i just think it doesn't matter this week so i'm not concerned going forward but i don't really think it's worth having that conversation because nobody's talking about trying to play him this week against jacksonville
1: Talk about that game. Uh, what are you doing as far as going over to Jacksonville? If anything,
2: nothing. Okay.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> <Grant
2: you. laughs> I, might, I might. I might play D.D. Westbrook a time or two, and I might play Keelan Cole a time or two. I, I don't really have any major plans. Uh, obviously, the Elden thing. I still don't even think I would go there.
1: I'm brave. I, mean, I mean, a but... five on DK for what it's worth, but you don't want to pick on Jacksonville, do you? I don't think so. Wait.
2: Yeah. I just don't see the reason to try and pick. I, the, the, the price on a lot of these things are make it kind of interesting, but I don't, I, don't, I don't see any reason you need to go there on necessarily. Grant, what what am I missing?
0: Uh, the fact that if Fournette does play, then that means that Jacksonville is probably going to have him shut down because that's what New England does. Bortles will be passing the ball. Just because things disappointed this week with Cole and Westbrook doesn't mean it's going to disappoint in the future. Bortles is probably going to be forced to throw the ball more. Uh, that means targets from Cole and DD who are both cheap. I love the Jacksonville stack this week, but – that's nothing new there. And then on the other side of the ball, with Jacksonville's ability to shut down wide receivers, I mean, maybe they'll throw down a, de- throw a decent corner on Gronk, but Gronk's still a great play with people paying down a tight end likely this week because of lack of value. Gronk makes a great play then. Burkhead, uh, he's probably more likely to get more touchdown carries if Michael's out and if uh, Jeremy Hill's down. Now, if people aren't going to play Burkhead, then he becomes a great play. Yeah, I mean, never play a, a, a chalky Patriot is the rule. If any of these guys aren't going to be chalky, then they're probably going to be heavily involved against a very good secondary.
1: All right, Bobby, did you uh, want to talk about another game or you want to go back to Kansas City and Pittsburgh? What are you focusing on?
2: Kansas City and Pittsburgh. (laughs) Uh, I just really like that game. I think that um, I like both sides of it. I like playing Mahomes or Roethlisberger. Uh, I like pairing it with the obvious guys in Brown and Hill. Um, I like – I don't even mind taking a shot and paying up Again, for Connor, depending on where we see his ownership at 67, I, I think it's a perfect spot where if people are just going to jump off and run away from the price, we still would take 30 points most weeks. Yeah, I think this would be a spot. You, I think people did will. Did you
0: even mention the best play in the
2: game? The best. Did you? Did you? I, I mean, he's gotten everything yet in this game. Um, but now I'm kind of curious what you're going to say with the best play. Jesse, he loves Jesse James. He likes the –
0: no, no I, by the way, Jesse James that outscored ASJ. Suck it, Dean. I
1: thought I picked Jordan Reed.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, uh, Kareem Hunt is the best play in that game.
2: I, I consider Kareem oh. Hunt, but he this guy's not being a work. They're not treating him like a workhorse back. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm 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 off of it personally. Go ahead.
0: Um, so they give up a whole lot of target, like force a whole lot of targets to the running back in this offense. In this defense, and since Shazir has been out of the lineup, their run defense has been not fantastic. They're playing over in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a fairly high-scoring affair here, I think. And I think Kareem's going to be the guy that's more involved. I mean, I think. You're Pittsburgh- not
2: worried that with the new quarterback, he got zero targets in a pass-happy offense the other day.
0: He got three tar. Wait, no, he- did he get zero targets? Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't even see that. Let's see. Yep. Now we got one. But is that like
1: a one-game
2: deal, or is that, to be, you know, is that how it's going to be going forward? Kelsey didn't do anything. No, no, it may not be how it's going forward, but why would we assume anything different? Mahomes likes to sling it down the field. Why would we assume
0: that coming. after a one-game sample
2: size? I'm just saying this. You're saying it's a one-game sample size? This is his entire career, what everybody's ever said about him. This is just it happening. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. This is who he is. This is who he was in college. This is who he was, he's always been we have
0: an entire one year sample size of Kareem hunt last year and that's who he is is a guy that gets a ton of fantasy points
2: with a very in a very different situation and he had and he had also if you remember that was only the first few games of the year the first six games of the year' actually oh, and
0: and week 16 when he went for 20 week 15 when he went for 42 20? week 14 when he went to, for 25. I, I'm just telling. The you. I got game. you guys
2: fighting. By the way, we were very,
1: we were way too cordial. for the were like 25. Minutes. Yeah, he was
0: being I real think, nice, but I'm taking my I'm stand it's here. It's the best to play in the
2: game. game? Uh, okay, six
1: two and in 20 of I'll his games. T- James t- Connors is the best play in the game. I'll, I'll, really. take, I'll,
2: I'll take, take I'll take Jaijay over him this week.
0: No, that's fine. He's $100 more expensive. I'll take the better play for $100 less.
2: Why is that a bad call?
0: Why is that a bad call? Because Jaijay's not going to be involved in the offense.
2: He's not going to be involved at all in the offense.
0: He's not going to be involved that much in the offense. Not toward a six point three k price tag. He's priced where he should be. Where he got two touchdowns last week. That's probably not going to happen again. I'm not saying he's a terrible play against Tampa Bay
2: defense. It's not going to happen again.
0: Cream bone on bone. Did you not hear that, part? What? J. Bone,
1: J. J. On bone, bone on bone.
2: What are you talking? You
1: about? <laughs> where were you four minutes ago in the
2: podcast? <laughs> I was. I guess. I guess. I.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, they did say for what it's worth, to be fair. They said they're going to give the ball to Jai uh, more times going forward, and, you know, they're kind of working him in. But they do have, you know, Skulls and Colmette lurking. I just – I mean, I just don't trust that Jai is going to be this workhorse. But uh, he's, you
0: know – I don't think he has fun. to be. Guy.
2: I, that's, well, I, first of all, I wasn't saying, hey, jump and get as much J. Jai as possible. I was saying to Grant, I would take him over Kareem Hunt. That's all I was saying.
0: All right. We, it Why looks like we have Jai? our bet well, later on.
2: Okay, we've got a, a that's a lock. No, I want to get. Can I get some lead actions? Yeah, it? You, you can get. A, it? You got action on this. I only, the only reason I don't like betting you is because you get lucky and win. Me? No, <laughs> Dean. Oh, do I not get
0: lucky and win? Like when no. I said that Herman Marquis will outscore Kluber by five points today, and you just said no way that ever happens in it. You no, put no, your no, no,
2: first no, no, and his last name. No. no, and I said what I said was that it's ridiculous to say that he has a higher upside than Corey Kluber does. That's what he's I. Put up,
0: th- okay, first of all, he's with higher
2: upside. Up- you're looking at a one-game sample size. You said who has a higher upside? No, I'm
0: looking at his last
2: oh, ten games where he's been. Okay, well, this history. is the football podcast.
0: Oh gosh, I'm the one that went off. Damn it!
2: Just to say, yeah. Anyway, ridiculous.
0: Erman Marquez uh, for the record. For the record,
1: I'll uh, uh, James Connor is the best player in that game. It's seven K on DK. Seven uh, no, K on Fanduel. I think he's like six in chains on DK. Six seven. They just didn't raise the price enough. Assuming that like Bell doesn't just show up and say, hey uh i'm gonna start playing now uh, which seems unlikely uh if he's gonna get what like every running back carry uh yeah i I will take that volume for sure against a kansas city team that's uh, not terribly impressive and i feel like we buried well i don't want to say the lead but uh if there's co like uh, awesome games to look at this week hey let's jump back to the superdome there grant Uh, your favorite team one of your favorite teams cleveland in new world so we have to talk about this don't we
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I think we have to. Cleveland's not a fantastic defense, although I do think they will be better. Everyone's going to look at what happened this week and how Cleveland kept Pittsburgh to 21 points. The weather was terrible. Pittsburgh's not good on the road. They'll think that the Cleveland run defense is bad because Connor put up a huge game. It's not that bad. It was good last year. They've improved in the secondary. The one thing that we can rely on is them being terrible versus the tight ends, but they don't really have a great tight end. But regardless, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Cleveland is going to go nuts here. Josh Gordon will be back to almost full health, I'm sure, and probably be heavily involved in the offense. Uh, Lattimore is going to be a tough matchup for him, but, I mean, when you have someone as athletic as Josh Gordon, then he's going to be able to rip down balls regardless. Landry is the probably one of the best plays on the board. he got 14 targets, which, granted, it was a lot, the conditions there. But they're going to be throwing the ball more, and Landry could end up with 15, 16 targets in this offense.
1: By the way, did you say uh, sexual chocolate there? Uh, not not Randy, uh, Randy's cousin, Benjamin Watson. He's not a real tight end. Is that what you're trying to say
0: there? I mean, he's not a real great tight end. Yeah, he's not very good. I love uh, I Josh remember.
2: Gordon this week.
0: Oh, gosh, Bobby, on the same page again. But I no, him. I don't love him this week. I just love him in general. Title of Bobby. Bring
2: it. First of all, he played almost I mean, what he played, 75% of the snaps this week. That was all nonsense they're going to make more of a concerted effort to get him the ball in this kind of a game where I think they'll be playing from behind a, a good bit more. It was sort of a different, I mean, they were doing that the other day, but the weather was terrible. It doesn't really suit his game style as much. Unfortunately, you do have Tyrod Taylor throwing the ball. He's not as, like, he's not the ideal quarterback for the long ball, obviously, but Gordon should find it. Tell that to Sammy in, Watkins. What about, what do you, what do you, you, what is that? Tyrod
0: Taylor in? threw long balls to Sammy Watkins.
2: Sammy Watkins made a lot of those into long plays. And, anyway. And Josh Gordon can't do that. Wait, why are you trying to argue with me about a play we agree on? If we're gonna do that, we may as well do that on something we disagree on. <laughs> <laughs> no reason to, to get into it. Um yeah, no, I just think Josh Gordon, they're gonna work him much more in the offensive. I think it was fluky that he only saw one uh one target, and I think you're gonna see a ton of them this week. So I actually think Josh Gordon i wouldn't surprise me if he was a top like four or five overall receiver. And I also wouldn't surprise me if he only had like three catches, but I would bet you would still have eighty one yards and a touchdown. <laughs>
1: He's going to get loose, right? Yeah. Uh, on the turf, too. I like that as well. 69 of 89 snaps, by the way, Bobby, as far as Josh Gordon being in the field last game. And, you know, it, it feels like we're – you know, one of the things I typically have to do, I want to spend up a quarterback. I, I found the spot sometimes last week on DK, uh, and on Fanduel as well, just because I had the salary. He had all these cheapies out there. And, again, I keep talking about how tight the salary is this week, and it feels like a week we're going to have to spend down a quarterback. And Tyrod is 5.9K on DK against this same team that was just ripped up. Uh, you know, by Fitzmagic And Fitzmagic. here's the other part of it, Fitzpatrick had 12 carries. 12. Fitzpatrick. You know he's 35, 35, years, 36 years old?
2: Well, hey, I don't know if you know this, Grant. Can we accept one thing about Fitzpatrick? That he, maybe he's not a bad quarterback. This guy's never had anything around him, and he makes things happen. Like, me and Grant j- joke about it because Grant used to play him all the time, and for good reason. He's actually a pretty good quarterback. He makes a few bad throws here and there, but on these teams, you have to do that. <laughs> like, this, is, this guy is... Actually, like, gives them a better chance than anybody else they've got a chance to throw out there, including Jameis. So, I, I just want to say Fitzpatrick maybe deserves a little more credit than we give him.
0: Yeah, there's a reason why uh, the coach said, We're not entirely certain that Jameis is going to be starting when he comes back. I think guarantee- it's more of an indictment.
1: I don't, how explain to me how this works. There's like what seven, eight billion people in the world, there's what 350 million Americans. Why can't we find 30 people to competently, like, competently throw a football and make like, football decisions? I don't... What,
2: wait, why are we insulting a guy who just threw for 7 million yards and 47 touchdowns in one game? How are you? How it is that?
1: You're directly. Right. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> this is
2: it's a callback. A shot at Fitzpatrick? Why? Look what he just did. Look at my I mean, if I've hand learned hand anything,
0: it's why don't we have 30 guys that can coach a darn football team? We saw yeah, yeah. Jeff Fisher in there, and Jared <laughs> Goff can't throw a ball, and then Jeff Fisher leaves, and Jared Goff's a great quarterback. We saw uh, what's Trubisky. Trubisky can't throw a ball, and then he leaves, and Trubisky oh, almost wins.
1: John Fox is such a dinosaur.
0: Yeah, it's just don't have old people coaching guys, and they can throw a ball good. Yeah, I mean, give
1: Jeff Fisher a call. If you're speaking of that, if you're a Browns fan, are you excited? I mean, how do you feel about the tie, Bobby? Are you, you, I, I read this is amazing. <laughs> this is the best start that I've It was the
2: best start since two
0: thousand four. <laughs> two thousand four. Yeah. Did, did you know that over the last thirty four <laughs> games, they have this same number of wins and ties? <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't – like I I not know everybody made the joke about, like, the bucket of Gatorade, you know, they got the tie. I'm not really sure what happened there. I like, guess it's better than a loss for sure. But uh, I just picture, like, the Alonzo warning gift where he's, like, kind of upset and he's like, oh, ah, okay. I feel like that's how Browns fans took it. Like, I guess they're happy. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's the
0: best game they've had in the last 17.
2: Yes, it's not – I mean, in all reality, like, when you just started an NFL season to tie, you know, a top-six team in football, is still valuable when you've won one out of your last 30 – two games or whatever um I don't know yeah they should be happy about it no it doesn't it's like they're not trying to break us like get off the schneid this year yeah of course they are but like so is everybody else they're they should be happy going into New Orleans I don't think that they're going to win this game um but I think New Orleans is going to show up and actually beat the hell out of them but I do think they'll put up some points and be good for fantasy in this one
1: yeah Kamara should smash Thomas should should smash as well it's just like they're really expensive and like, Bobby, are you, you going to go in your way? Are you going to find a way to make it work as far as spending up those dudes?
2: If I play, like, a ton of tournaments, you always got to play some Kamara just in case, like, last week happens. Um, or you could – I mean, I, honestly, this is probably a week where I'm going to stay a little bit more away from him. I, I'm, I just – I did even last week. I ended up playing him, I think, pretty close to the field. And I just am going to go other directions and not count on him going quite as nuts, although I fully expect him to have a huge game. It's just things are a little bit constrained, and I'm okay with going up at certain other spots, but there's other guys I want even more than him are um, a little cheaper.
1: Taking a quick glance, a, a glance as far as the, the Vegas lines, uh, it looks like that Kansas City-Pittsburgh game opened at 49.5 and, and it's now at 53. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so people will be talking about the game for sure, and that uh, looks 50, like the second 50, 50, game as right far 50. as the totals is what, Cleveland and New Orleans is at 50. So those are two games to certainly watch and then Gurley just played on monday night is do you like Gurley more than kamara bobby Gurley at home versus arizona a team that the uh you no. know oh okay all right he's, i mean
2: i, I like him I, I i think he's fine i think the price is a little bit more than i need to pay i think there's a lot of good running back op- well a lot of interesting running back options that i would probably gamble on and i actually like probably would prefer david johnson to Gurley this week. yeah
0: we agree uh, again
2: <laughs> um, well, he was
1: terrible in week one so that means we can't play him right is that what people are going to be saying
2: i mean he's gonna get no ownership uh, people he's gonna get completely lost in the shuffle and it's i mean i don't know not no ownership but he won't get nearly what he should um it was a weird game the other day he's gonna i think he's like even in a bad loss i think he has a big game here so I like him if I'm going to pay all the way up. I actually don't mind taking a shot. I, mean, I really like Connor, by the way, and I love McCaffrey. Uh, Gordon, I don't like playing as much. I actually don't mind the idea of playing Eckler and along with the Chargers defense. Like, I think that's a really, like, I know it sounds nuts and it's going to see like prisoner of the moment and limited snaps and all that. But if, there, if this game really does get out of hand, who do you think is going to be carrying the ball? And Basically, every time this guy gets a chance to be on the field, he does something. So, I don't know. It's, I, I think, I thought it was nuts last week, and I was wrong. This week, I think it has some merit. Like, if we really think Buffalo may actually be that bad,
1: deadlines moved the way down the other way in Buffalo's favor. Open up nine. The Chargers are nine point favorites now, they're seven point favorites, from what I'm seeing here. And if, you know, if it's a seven-point game with 10 minutes to go, it's probably going to be Melvin Gordon. Uh, David Johnson is just going to be completely ignored and and that's,
0: that's not even. That's not even true. They'll mix in. Uh, this is a semi-running back. right Pepper. Huh? He's the parsley, man. He's not the steak. No, he's not the parsley or the steak. He's every uh, appetizer. Those- Gordon is the, the appetizer. steak. You he's, the potatoes and, and maybe what a side salad. A-
1: doesn't matter how good good Gordon is. If he's getting the ball, that's all that matters.
0: I mean, it's going to change. It's going to be a lot more Eckler, and it was a decent amount of Eckler halfway through last year. They're talking about – you know what? We'll just see. We'll just see what happens. I'm with you. I know. I'm talking <laughs> about Dean. Anger at Dean right now. Well, no, I, look, I,
1: I agree Eckler is talented, but if he's not going to be – you know, there's only so many points you can get while sitting on the you side like him Parsley.
2: Grant, this is <laughs> – you're, like, making the whole anti-Kamara argument from last year. Like Maybe
0: I'm pro-parsley. How do you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe that's No true. one
0: likes parsley. I don't even know what that is. I know it's green, but that's about it.
1: <laughs> you guys went with David Johnson, and, like, well, they could not get off the field because the uh, the corpse of Adrian Peterson were running all over Arizona. I think they had a – if you look at the uh, the total time, the time of possession in that game, Arizona had the ball for, like 21 minutes or so. It was bad, and – I just feel like Gurley's going to run all over him. Sure, it's football. It's very – it's the one I'll overreact over one week. And absolutely, is going to be more heavily owned. Absolutely. Uh, Gordon's going to be more heavily owned. So, I guess – You know Marley, that
0: Arizona was the number one DVOA defense last year. All right, what year is it this year?
2: They didn't look great last week.
0: Yeah, okay, wow. <laughs> let's overreact to one week.
2: No, Adrian, I, I sort of –
0: and in 2018, I mean Adrian Peterson won the best running back. You know, Gurley's gonna time.
2: have a big game, but when you factor in, first of all, there's different types of upside in this one. Like the, the the Rams may not even like they might just give him more breaks later in the game if they're running away with it. Meanwhile, David Johnson, as long as there's like the whole time they're down by four scores or less while he's in the game, he should he could end up seeing like 10 to 20 targets. It's kind of a game. I'm serious. I know it sounds nuts, but that's exactly what I could see happening. And I think David Johnson, you could you know you could see them lose by 20 in the last year with one of those 30-plus fantasy point games. I like what yeah, you're even,
1: saying. Even Jerry Rice
2: was cut. Like, it doesn't matter what you're, you're talking about. How the, Peterson, yes,
0: he
1: was one of the greatest running backs of all time in his time. But, you know, Barry Sanders is not going to walk out there and get 100 off of Arizona. Jerry
0: Rice retired, got cut in his, like, 18th year. This yes. is this is Adrian Peterson's 10th year or whatever. And he, he took an entire year – well, he took, quote, unquote, a yeah. year off. And he basically played barely any last year. So he's 32 years old, 33 years old, and he hasn't played almost at all in the last three years. And he's a physical freak that was the first guy to come back from ACL surgery and then post 2,000 yards, and that will never happen again. In all likelihood, he's a freak of nature when it comes to his athletic ability. Why don't you
1: just roster Adrian Peterson?
0: So it is, is about the Cardinals defense and Kareem Hunt's <laughs> only like a thousand more
1: the Colts are a matchup you want to pick on right like are you trade Adrian Peterson at 5.5k
0: I mean do I want to roster an old guy that can't catch the ball for fancy <laughs> purposes
1: <laughs>
0: he did roast Arizona last week yeah so Emmett Smith when he was 34 years old playing for Arizona roasted the Seahawks
1: <laughs> that's where quarterbacks so the running backs go to and it was also a revenge game too for Peterson too wasn't it
0: uh, all right yeah uh,
1: uh, Antonio Brown versus Michael
0: Thomas. Who do you have, Brent? Oh gosh, Brown. It's not even close. Bobby, are you with me?
2: One hundred percent.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's pivot here. Who's going to do better, uh, DeAndre Hopkins or Julio Jones?
2: Julio Jones.
0: Nope, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh,
2: you, you, I know you always take Hopkins.
0: And you always take Jones. That's a, that's what makes us guys that are different. And you know, height, weight, age, the other things. Um, but Hopkins, we're going to see a huge amount of volume. He just went against the the Patriots that focus on shutting down the number one receiver. Hopkins still had 11 targets. He just happened to not do too much with it. Every single time we see Julio Jones That's go. Shutting,
2: that doesn't mean anything because he had 11 targets. He had 78 yards. On yeah, 11.
0: because great. New England's great at shutting down the number one wide receiver. We've known about this for a long time. We knew this was going to happen coming into the week. This is an entirely different scenario where he's going against Tennessee that's not Mm -hmm. a great team versus the pass. Hopkins Mm -hmm. is going to get a huge volume of targets here. He's going to be heavily involved, and he's a great – Hopkins is probably a better play if he's going to draw a lot less ownership than Antonio Brown.
2: Julio Jones had 19 targets. They made a concerted effort to give him the ball until he was down inside the red zone for some reason. (laughs) He's immune to – Really bizarre thing. You know what happened
0: last time he played Philadelphia?
2: Yeah, no, that wasn't uh, last time. That was a few times. But I had him that day he almost won me all of the money, all of the money that day. That would well,
0: be. he had 16 targets when he played him in the playoffs. they
2: Oh, I wasn't counting that one. Yeah, so what is that? So, what, anyway, the point is. They're going to try and get Julio Jones the ball a ton. This is basically like a must-win type of situation for these teams. I know that sounds weird. I'm sorry for Atlanta. Um, they can't really like let the season slip away from them. Without, they're like a really talented team. They're, proud, they're a top-ten-talent t- team in the NFL. They just are really terribly coached. And part of that, though, is going to be – continuing to force julio jones the ball in a must win type of spot i think julio jones is the second best receiver i still don't think i'm on the board i, I still don't think i'm gonna play him though i'm just gonna load up a ton of antonio brown and then jump down just a little bit to tyree Hill because i just like that upside and i think that you're gonna see i think the hill mahomes thing is legit um but i guess i'll throw some julio in now that i think about it because the pricing is
1: The thing with Hill, though, like, he's not sneaking up on anybody this week. He's going to be super popular, and he's supposed to be, in theory, like a high-variance player, right, Grant? So maybe when he's
2: highly ill, you're probably not supposed to have as much as – He's never had a quarterback who could throw the ball downfield.
0: Uh, uh, I mean, he can get get covered downfield. He's a quick guy that could do a lot in open space. It doesn't mean that he's a guy that can get a jump ball way down the field. I mean, he is – Fast, but he's more quick than anything. He's more elusive. Um, you have DeAndre Hopkins at 400 more, which we're talking about upside. Yeah. He had 39 points with one of the crappiest quarterbacks in the league behind him. And, and when DeAndre Hop- when DeAndre Watson was in the lineup, he had multiple close to 30-point games. DeAndre Hopkins is a much better play at just 400 more at probably lower ownership with yeah. a much, much higher floor.
2: I'll, or- I, I might even agree that Hopkins and Julio are ahead of him just because the price is so – but I wonder where the ownership really does end up. But still, I, I, I agree with that. I actually agree that he probably is beneath those guys. I don't like you
0: agreeing with me.
2: I still am going to take shots I on the like two minutes. Because this might be a whole new thing with Tyreek. Like, we might not even know what, what he is yet. Like that. I that, think
1: Funches might be a guy because he's 4.7K on DK. And, like, it's a way to save some salary. And, again, losing the Olsen. I think people might chase stills to some degree at 5.7K versus the Jets. I'm just looking for ways people are going to save some salary. You guys mentioned Josh Gordon at 5.8K. certainly – some upside there, there as well. Uh, Bobby, you mentioned in passing it, you think Fitzpatrick might actually be good. Um, well, you face no. him? Uh, and he's I'm not he's not. He's, he's been good. He's, he's
2: been, he's been like, better than everybody around him his whole career. That's my whole point. Like he's, he's never been in a situation where somebody's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, of course you, gotta, you got Fitz, Fitzpatrick job and then he just took off. It never has happened. Every team he goes to is, is horrible situations. Um, but I, I, I'm not going to play him like this week against Philly. Is that the question?
1: But speaking of everybody around uh, them, the combination of Deshaun Jackson and Mike Mike Evans last week against the is 12 targets, 12 catches, 293 yards. That, that, I mean,
2: wow, That's that efficient. was an
1: amazing week. That's that efficient. is
2: efficient. I it overshadowed think. it overshadowed the other sneaky play that I wish I wish I didn't see Keenum because I would have been all over. I played a lot of Keenum um, as we discussed on last week's show, and he, Keenum played great. He was terrific.
0: Wait, we're, we're talking about Keenum, can we talk about more value in Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas?
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think that that's, well, those, are, those guys are both still too cheap, but they're going to be pretty – especially Sanders is going to be – maybe he won't be as popular this week, actually. He got Sorry. the price
1: bump. Like at 5K last week, for me, it was an absolute lock and load. At 5K, was just silly. But now at 6.2K – Demarius
2: is up. the play. Oh, Demarius Everybody got the bump. Demarius is the play.
0: Yeah, Demarius is the play. Why are you guys on
2: team Demarius over over Man? Oh, he's I mean, Manny- the
0: guy that got ten targets last week and has better
2: statistical numbers. He's a better than- player than 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 Emmanuel Sanders. Just because one guy had a big week doesn't mean he's a. He, he all of a sudden he's a better receiver. Yeah, but
1: Grant's taking a victory lap on the thing. Manny Sanders had the better week, didn't he? My, 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 I played Emmanuel,
2: I played both of them. So my favorite no.
0: stack was Case, Emmanuel, and Yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> this is not. This is again is not a personal thing against Emmanuel Sanders for any. This reason. is
0: the point of the scoreboard podcast. That all of a sudden.
2: No, this is Demarius Thomas is the better receiver between the two. It's just simple as that. So when you can get the better receiver, cheaper and lower owned, in a better spot that suits his style more than to just burn and, and go, uh, I, I think Demarius Thomas could catch like double digit balls this week. I love him.
1: Uh, Mid tier running back for me, Bobby. Is there somebody that jumps out for you?
2: Well, I went low tier with Eckler. That was the the pretty yeah. bold one. No, he's going on to that's
0: mine. Call just that's just digging story. back.
2: Um, but I like Lamar Miller again. <laughs> he, he, he played. First of all, he played well. Like I mean, it was he was two yards short of the hundred yard. He had a few carries that could have gone either way. He got a touchdown snake from him by Blue. That could have you know that would have put him in the twenty point range at fifty two hundred, which would have been a good number most weeks. I. Tennessee's uh, run D is not as bad as their pass D is, but I still think this is a game that I think Houston's going to control whether Mariota plays or not. And I like Miller getting the touches like he did in week one and would have had even more if they weren't playing from behind the whole time. Uh, and I think that you're going to see him with 25 touches, and I think that's going to be enough for a very good return at 5,400. I don't know if I'm gonna how much I'm going to play him, but I think he's cheap enough to where he's a really good tournament play.
1: Uh, man, I'm looking at the Cleveland running backs. but Crow is high at 4.9 K. Him and him. Duke Johnson basically split. Uh, if you think New Orleans gets out in front, we all thought that was going to happen versus Tampa. Of course, we, uh, sometimes you make plans. They don't necessarily work out, but uh, maybe Duke Johnson gets some garbage time run. How much is Duke? I'm trying to find Duke Johnson. Is he? Is He's 40? 42. He's
2: interesting. I think, uh, I think was my, he was guys my guys first high. lineup that I made. And then I realized it was a bad idea. Guys, what are we talking about? Idea.
0: Like you're talking about Eckler, why aren't we talking about Burkhead or James White or forty five and forty four hundred? We don't know if Sonny's gonna play be Jacksonville, back. man. Huh? I want the clean route, man. They gotta play Jacksonville. They could play Jacksonville that is not the greatest team in the world versus the run.
1: Well, the, those guys will really catch screen passes too and things of that sort also. And it is nice to have, you know, uh, what's his names out of the way with the injury. Not that you root for injury, but you know, if you if you have those running backs, especially you know, Burkhead, Jeremy Hill's out, and I assume that, that clears the way for Burkhead being the goal line guy, or maybe White, one of those two. But one, one body's gone, but maybe Michelle comes back and plays this week. Who really knows? Who knows what he's going to do? I, I, I said before, I don't. Uh, Belichick seems like a sharp guy, and he seems like a guy that wouldn't really value running backs. Why didn't he pick a running back in the first round? Late in the first round, granted, but the whole thing seems kind of weird to me. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see how he messes in with that group, and maybe he doesn't think they'd lead him just yet. We saw Say. Give me what well, we we're, were ending. Uh, let's see, what else? We're going to have a little bit of nonsense before we step aside and get out of here. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get an actual like, – let's football analysis in first before we say we're going to cut it off and say, hey, if you want to keep listening, there's some nonsense going to go down. And we're actually Yeah, guys, to- tell
0: us if we're actually doing good at this. I think we tried to do less nonsense. and people got angry. Some people love nonsense. We don't know what, what the right level of nonsense is here. That, that's, that's pretty much it. Goldilocks,
1: locks, right? We need to just right. Uh, I, I,
0: I got to say, though, from what I heard, for the most part, I think uh, there
1: was some – You know, the, we appreciate the feedback on the way for what it. it's worth. Uh, for the most part, most people seem to like the, uh, the amount of nonsense, I think. But I like we'll give them the cue and kind of say, we're done with football. Nonsense from here going forward. And at the end of the podcast, we're gonna, we want to interact with you guys and give you a chance to you know, jump in the uh, – you know leave, leave a little note. We'll tell you when we get there. But give you guys a chance to learn yourself a uh, soft and luxurious roto T-shirts. Bobby, I assume you have yourself a couple RG T-shirts. Is that a fair assumption? Are they soft and luxurious? That you can? Burn? I do.
2: I could use some more. Hint, hint. Um, no, I'm Yeah,
0: Dan, sit clothing. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you know what they hate is rotor grinders. Uh, boxers or bring I think uh, boxers. Let's make let's make RG Brock oh,
2: boxers. get your mind out of the gutter.
1: Well, it's a callback to the beginning of the show, but oh. it's probably it doesn't work forever. That's what was going on there. Oh Very yeah, we need, some,
0: we need some RG Whitey tidies. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For your, uh, not, I like how you wouldn't. You're not to be named relative of some sorts. You didn't want I to mean, get any more specific than that.
0: I mean, it, 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 read the clues. It should be fairly obvious who it is. <laughs> I'm gonna guess your
1: father. <laughs> That's my assumption. Uh, I maybe. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into some more. Uh, what else did this we morning? Well, we gotta like settle uh, a week. Grant. So last week I was wrong. Uh, <laughs> shocker. I I hope you guys are sitting down. I had the worst project. I guess I said I liked ASJ, which I don't recall saying that. I thought I said Jordan Reed, but I will take your word on it. And the punishment here is that uh, you wrote some tweets that I I have to pick one of these tweets and tweet it out. Is that correct?
0: Uh, That is correct. So I will read them off and you get a pick. Um, Some of these are bad. Some of these are very bad. Some of these are are a little ridiculous. I'll just read some of my favorite ones. Just hit on Girl for the last three hours to find out she's my distant cousin. But she's hot, so I'm gonna go for it, hashtag Roll Tide. Um, just sharded my pants at the UPS store, but I've been in line for 30 minutes, and next up, hashtag, what can Brown do for you? Um, in, the R right now, in the ER right now for sticking a part of my body in a light socket, not gonna tell you which part. Hashtag, not, I'm surprised it fit.
1: <laughs> Bobby, uh, did you have a thought there? Uh, which one jumps out to you? Which one do you think gonna be best that I use?
2: I don't know. I think this is a decision that should be left up to you.
1: <laughs> I, like, I'm a sucker for any sort of shark joke. So I think I'm, on. <laughs> right? I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a big fan of Philip Seymour Hoffman. And uh, what was that movie where you mentioned where he and He had to leave with Ben Stiller. Uh, oh gosh. A long Polly. He makes it rain. What's Wait. it called? Is it a long, long Polly? Yeah.
2: Yeah. It is a long Polly.
1: There you go. Not a Philip Seymour Hoffman's best movie, of course. Boogie Nights is his best movie for, like, for, for those
0: scoring at home. I think it's Boogie Nights, right?
2: Yeah. It's one of them. I don't know. I mean,
0: it's obviously Hunger Games.
2: I, I actually really uh, there's a lot of good movies. I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs>
1: not yeah, Hunger he,
2: Games, it's bo- not one of them. He didn't star in Boogie Nights,
1: but it was it was an ensemble. And shout out to Burt Reynolds who passed this week. He was amazing in that movie. And that's just uh, uh, Boogie Nights is my it's in my top, you know five or six or seven movies of all time. So I guess that's for our podcast, I suppose. We should have said that the nonsense was already – well, no, we're, we still love more football, right? we got to give our bold takes of the week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to go with the shorter thing. And then the qualifier, of course, Grant, is that I cannot respond to this. I can't say, hey, this is because of the
0: podcast. Yeah, you can't respond to people's yeah. tweets. You, you, just, you just let it go out there. I mean, most of the people who – or most people may goad you into certain things. I mean, we had certain ones. J.M. had to post that the Patriots were not even a top 10 team and that there's no chance they made <laughs> the playoffs last year. That one got yeah. me because he couldn't respond to anything and just – I think he lost like 700 followers and had people scream <laughs> like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, that was jm that bad J. You
1: speak, J- J- M. It's a, Who's J.M.? Who's <laughs> Mm-hmm.
0: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I miss you, JM. I do. If you're listening to this, I doubt, I doubt you are. I doubt you. Are. I don't want to bring up bad memories from the past, JM. I see how it is.
1: I kid, of course. Um, yeah, you guys don't know me as well, so you don't know my vulnerabilities just yet. And I'm not going to make that nearly as obvious. There's probably we do. some I don't. Well, you do. I guess.
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We don't. I don't even it's care my... what
0: your vulnerabilities are. I'm just going to. I'm just going to keep whatever comes to mind is what I'll mention is the punishment.
1: I think I'm going to go with the sharded one. Uh, it's, just, it's just a fun word to work out there. Do uh, you guys have bold takes the week? I think I had my bold take.
0: Uh, oh, I, I think uh, I had, uh, Bobby said that who would that Jay Ajayi would outscore Kareem Hunt.
2: Yes, sir. All right, yeah. so
0: you got any mid-tier guy that you want? I mean, there's there's Dalvin Cook there. There's James Conner. There's Furnette. There's Christian McCaffrey in that range. I'll think James Conner. All right, boom. James Conner, Kareem Hunt. We're going point per dollar, so – if you get one more point than me, but I, I have the lesser salary, then I could end up you winning. you going
1: to bust out your calculator on me? Come
0: on. Well, we actually had to, like, before I remembered what yours was. Me and Bobby, I had Jesse James. He had Doyle. We had the exact same amount, point per dollar. It was real weird.
1: Oh, I thought for sure I had Jordan Reed. I'm going to listen back to it. <laughs> I'm playing this under protest, but. I thought I had Jordan
2: Reed. That's the weird
0: part. <laughs>
1: nonetheless I mean, it was a weird
0: conversation for about two minutes and then you finally ended up falling on on asj
1: i wasn't happy about it let's agree on that
0: now, i don't think any of I us were that happy although i got stuck <laughs> i couldn't i either had vance mcdonald or, or jesse james i didn't know who was going to play but i just went with it in any case it's not that bad of a tweet i mean we've all we've it's all a- sharted in the middle of of ups and, oh sure oh we've all been there yeah, bob you haven't been here. there.
2: What You're no?
0: Sure I'm
2: no, I'm a I'm a good person. I'm a good one.
0: You're a good person. Good person. Don't fart in their pants. That accidentally.
2: <laughs> I'm a I'm a good boy. No, um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't like talking about this stuff. You guys.
0: I know you don't. That's why I brought it up.
1: This is his vulnerability. Like, remember this. It,
2: it is. It is my vulnerability Absolutely yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So I have Connor. Uh, we have uh, Bobby. Who do you have, Mr. Boygan?
0: Jay, uh,
2: Jay Ajayi. I, I mean, it's not like I'm saying he's the best player of the week. I'm just saying he's better than the other ones. I like Connor better. It was just between me. me and you had back. Hunt and Ajayi. That's just how it went. You got to oh, be bold
0: calls. You went with Ajayi. Uh, By the way, hey, when gonna... Bobby loses, you got to work in a bone on bone tweet. This is not buddy. fair.
2: This <laughs> is not fair. But I, yeah, I'm not going to lose. I'll beat Grant still, at least. I just don't know for sure that I'll
0: yeah when, when, oh, yeah, when he gets yeah. outscored by thirty points by Kareem Hunt, we'll see how that goes.
2: All right, Grant. It's a good story.
0: You know, so I'll be nice. If, if if I end up if I end up winning or beating you, I'll add three points on at the end to see if I still beat you. And if after three points are added to J's score, then if I still win, then I win. If I lose, then I will take the loss. So I'm right. giving you three points there, because I'm nice.
2: I appreciate it. Grant's
1: a gentleman. <laughs>
0: Dean, you get nothing. You're trash.
1: Oh, I have all the use in the world at James Conner. Now, the fast forward to Le'Veon Bell reporting on Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that's probably not. Cool. We'll see how it goes down. I, I, I will uh, rescind my Conner pick if that happens again. All
0: right, if, 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 if he's if Bell is back, we'll give you McCaffrey.
2: Okay. No, I like McCaffrey better than El.
0: Okay, fine. Then I'll give you Delvin Cook.
2: <laughs> I like it's not McFrey, anyway. By far the best is my favorite. All but, right, I'll give you Delvin Delwood- Cook. Yeah, okay. take Dalvin. Take Dalvin. I'll
1: take anybody but a Jai. I just don't like a Jai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, although, he, at back, when he was back at Boise, this is probably we got the old bone on bone. When he played for Boise State, he ran the ball like 40 times. And when he was in the sidelines, he would drink pickle juice. Fun fact.
0: Yeah, do you know did. why? Pickle the juice. One of, yeah, it's, it's full of sodium. It's one of the best ways to recover from a hangover. Uh, that and Pedialyte.
1: Look at that! You learn things. um I, I was not aware that I was going to learn things in this podcast, but I feel like I learned some things. How about yourself, Bobby?
2: <laughs> Wait, what's that? Guess <laughs> you learned nothing. No, I just couldn't hear you. I couldn't understand you. Pickle juice
0: is good for hangovers.
2: Yeah, nice, that's what they say. i, I So, it's is, also um, a
0: great way to chase whiskey. A pickleback is one of the best shots.
2: I agree. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's great for hangovers. I know it's great for like dehydration initially, but I don't know if it's like a long-lasting. I don't know how much, I don't know exactly how it works to be honest with you. But well, I, do, you, I, I you can vouch for you. the Pedialyte though, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's what Pedialyte is. It's a high amount of electrolytes.
2: Yeah, I know. I know exactly what it is.
1: All right, so we're going to end the podcast like this going forward. Uh, we're going to throw out a question, something you guys can participate in in chat, and not in chat, uh, in the comment section. And what we're going to do is we're going to pick our favorite answer in the comment section. And we're going to talk about that at the opening of the next podcast. Not too long, don't worry. Maybe a couple minutes or so. And we'll figure out our favorite answer. And the winner, whoever gives us our favorite answer collectively, I'm sure we're not going to have any fights, and we're going to agree 100% unanimously on what the best answer is. They win themselves a a nice luxurious uh, Roto-Grinders t-shirt. Bobby, do not answer. Keep your answers to yourself. Grant, don't answer either. What is the question? What do we want the people to answer in the comments section this week?
0: Best piece of clothing from the 1980s, and apparently, me and Dean looked this up, so it's it's not included. My immediate answer was hammer pants, but that was early 90s, so hammer pants are not in the 80s. Uh, they are not available as an answer, although they are incredible. What is this?
1: Yeah, I, I'm open to a I'm open to a different answer, but in my head, I have a, a chalk answer, and maybe I'm wrong. And like you said, Bobby, uh, I granted this before we talk before the show. If you can add a GIF or a picture, uh, that probably doesn't hurt your chances for what it's worth, especially if you're wearing it. How about
2: that? Okay. Yeah, whatever. Whatever you guys think. I can't. Grant lost me on that whole little story, on that whole little explanation.
0: Yeah, because you don't read your messages. Darn it, Bobby.
2: I didn't. There's too many. There's too many to read. Oh, you can't
0: read 400 words. That's real tough there.
2: (laughs) Okay, well. You got me on that one.
0: Yeah, I you're did. good, Bobby. We'll we'll discuss this on the uh, the next podcast. We'll talk Guys, about by that. the way, my phone Perfect. autocorrects the word "and" to "Arby's." <laughs> I was mean, an I FY mean, when you, you said, "I'll read it over." Arby's, figure some
2: out. That's machine learning for you at its finest.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's, it, it, it causes well. some Problems every once in a while. Well, when I asked you to bring up
1: a question, I thought you were saying you're going to mull over a question while eating Arby's. You weren't. You did not have Arby's tonight.
0: No, no, There's the closest Arby's is 10 miles from me. It's infuriating. I still go there sometimes, but, like, there's nothing better <laughs> on a Saturday afternoon than some Arby's, like a good beef and cheddar. They, and they just, the genius, they have a hotline. Nothing hot better than that. The they movie. have a hotline that you can call in, and they'll decide your sandwich for you.
2: <laughs> Grant, you live in Los Angeles, California. You should stop talking. Nothing better <laughs> than that and you live when- in
0: Los Angeles? <laughs>
2: That might be true you in certain parts of Florida or something, but not in Los Angeles. Come on, man.
0: You have no idea my love for Arby's and fast food in general. I,
2: I actually absolutely do. I I have an idea yeah. of it. It doesn't make sense to me, but I have an idea of it.
0: Sorry you don't have sophisticated taste buds like I do.
2: <laughs>
1: is Arby's on your family food board of, like, top fast food joints? Top six,
0: God top no. seven? God, no. It, oh, yeah. Top, it's in, definitely in the top five. The thing is, like, arby's and taco bell are two of the best places not because of the great offering like certain places have great individual offerings like in and out it's a great burger and fries like there's certain places that have fantastic one thing taco bell and arby's have just such a huge variety that they they, they shoot up the boards and are fantastic because if you don't want a beef and cheddar they have they have the meats they do
1: <laughs> the commercial comparison i will say that they do have a certain niche though like you say like Nobody else has tacos, basically. I'm sure some fast food joint locally, uh, that, that has tacos. But so for the most part, actually, it's one place. And like, who else has roast beef, right? So I guess they have niche products. I suppose that's an argument. That's a podcast for another day, Grant. Though. I feel like we can talk for two hours about that for sure. We uh, we've been yapping for over an hour now, I believe. Again, just to reiterate, we want you guys to interact. We want you guys to give us your uh, Grant. Just tell people one more time. What do they want to? What are they supposed to put here in the comment section?
0: But but the uh, favorite article of clothing from the '80s. Include a picture and GIF if you want, um, just nothing pornographic, I would hope. Uh, and yeah, yeah. And you, if you get the best one, then you, you win a free t-shirt from Roto-Grinders that is a Roto-Grinders t-shirt in fact.
1: Yeah, it's not just like a random plain white T-shirt. That'll be weird.
0: <laughs> it'll, probably, it'll probably be me drawing a little symbol, the RG symbol, on some white whitey tidies.
2: We should get Grant's picture Grant's Grant's face on a on a on a on a shirt and give it to him. That would be. I was so thinking funny. my face on a know, pair of whitey tidies. Oh, would it right, go on the front okay. or back, though? Your face would should be in the front. With anyway, I I mean, my nose go. is
0: going to look big. <laughs>
2: Bobby, wow, you have anything for the room before you
0: step aside and get out of here?
2: No, thanks for hanging out there with us, guys. Please let us know how we can get better in your mind and know we're just sort of messing around having fun. How do we
1: top that last eight minutes? I can't people, imagine.
2: people enjoy it, enjoy it. So if you think otherwise, let us know. And if you think that, let us know. Just uh, let us know. And uh, thanks so much for letting us be part of your NFL week. Grant, you have something for us? No,
0: guys, don't be like me. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a very broad statement, but uh, I'm not going to
1: disagree. Uh, we're gonna step aside for the here. Thank you for listening. We appreciate the, we appreciate the download. We appreciate the listening. Please, we, we definitely encourage you to. Oh, and also to break a tie. Just so you guys know, to break a tie. Uh, if you guys have the same answer, first wins. So if you see somebody else that has the same answer,
0: you gotta change it up. Somehow. Unless you have a better gift.
1: Ooh, oh man. Well, no, then they they'll just still somebody else's answer. And just here. Oh, I, I know a better gift than that.
0: No, you got, you got a good point there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First wins.
1: Fair enough. All right. So you want to pounce as fast as possible as far as jumping in the comment section. That's it. He's Grant. Uh, he is Bobby. I'm Dean. Thank you for joining me. Well, I don't only to be presumptuous. I hope you enjoy the absolutely epic early week podcast. We're out of here. Hello. See you kids.